Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? We're back again for another week of the RGRT Podcast. We are the guys. We're here to talk about random stuff. I'm here. Uh, I'm your host, Scott. I'm here with John. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And, and Dustin? <laughs> it's good to be back. We missed you last week. Sweet. I was uh, I was missing being here. All right. Very good. I so, really wasn't because I was out of town, so it was nice to be out of town. Yeah, you were out of town. Uh, well, let's start with you then. What, do you, what did you do last week? Uh, I... I channeled my inner gator hunter, and I went to Florida and hunted gators for a week. Did you eat any? No, I really didn't hunt gators either. I didn't even see a single gator. I didn't go by a single bed, a body of water either. When I went to Florida, I had alligator. It's pretty tasty. So you were instead cougar hunting? <laughs> no, I was not. You need a permit for that. Yeah. I was, uh, I was actually attending some training down in Florida uh, for Cisco, and so... Um, it's kind of boring. Just, uh, I mean, it wasn't boring. I, I spent a lot of time in class, um, which was really good, and I, I learned a lot of good stuff. But as far as my social life outside of the conference in the evening, it was you pretty boring. You did a couple of fun things. Come on. Uh, I did get to go to Disney World, um, and I went to the Magic Kingdom. And what I found out is it's not fun to go by yourself. So, I mean, it was fun to kind of go, but... Uh, it was, would have been much more fun if my kids were there. And then, uh, I also got to go to, uh, Universal Studios and, uh, that was pretty fun, but kind of the same thing. It would have been more fun if I was with someone I knew. Um, I didn't really, I, I was Did supposed to see Harry. I didn't see Harry Potter, but I went to Harry Potter land and mm-hmm. I drank some butterbeer and that was good. Some butterbeer, huh? Yeah. What does butterbeer taste like? Cream soda-ish with uh, a really sweet butterscotchy foam on top. That's the best way I could say it. Hmm. Was it good? Yeah. Have you never had it? No. No. Have you ever had it? Nope. No. Yeah. It's uh, so they when they pour the cup, you know, they pour the cup from a, a tap and it's the liquid, and then they put it in this other thing and they do that, you know, kind of spray the foam on top, but. That foam is kind of like a butterscotchy, and it's it's really sweet. It's really good. I had two cups because it was free. So only two. Only two. Yeah. And it was free. It was free. It was kind of cool because you walk through the thing, and any place they had any kind of food service or anything, any restaurants, uh, you just walk in and say, yeah, "I want a slice of pizza. Oh, I want an ice cream cone. I want a butter beer. It, it's whatever you wanted. It was there." Wow. So what else did you have? Uh, I had a slice of pizza and I had, uh, some nachos and a Diet Coke. That was it. I did end up having an ice cream cone See, the other night. I had probably gone around to every place, taken like two bites of everything and just tasted everything. Well, so don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on that keto diet. And so I was cheating. Uh, so I didn't eat a full piece of pizza. <laughs> I didn't eat a full tray of nachos. <laughs> I didn't eat a full thing of popcorn. I didn't eat my whole ice cream cone, but I did drink both butter beers all the way to the bottom of the cup. Nice. So were they that good? 
yeah. It, you know, the first time I had it in California, I, I was like, eh, it's just all right. But uh, so this time I, I got another glass. Just I wanted to try it again, and it was a lot better, I think. I don't know. Everything tastes better when it's free, man. It does. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> when it was $8 a glass, I was like, uh, yeah, this is, and it's just a little solo cup. I'm like, yeah, it's not so good. But, yeah, exactly. So. Get it for free, and it tastes much better. And right. it, once I got back, I was even more busy. My kids had their dance recital. I sent my second daughter to New York, and so and then I'm getting ready to go on vacation again this week. So I've wow. been busy. John, what'd you do this week? Uh, highlight would be um, clan raiding, and we had basically um, we had basically a full clan at least last night, and then the other time when we ran it, we had almost we had. About 85% clan. Five out of six. Five out of six. Whatever that is. Right. Can you run it with only five people? No. Oh. But um, five out of six clan. So oh. we only had one. You um, had one outside. Yeah. Day. Yeah. And uh, that was cool. And Jonah had a birthday party and that was fun. And we had Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you both. And uh, and I fixed my sprinklers. They're they're work. done. They work. You they're finally done. fixed them. They're not done because I haven't buried them yet, mm. but they aren't leaking and they are spraying water where they're supposed to. Wow! So, yeah. Win for you. Yeah, it's a busy week. Aren't sprinklers supposed to leak? I mean, at the yeah, at the ends, yes. <laughs> not at, not at the control. They're not leaking on purpose. Not at the valve, you know, where so. you want them to leak. Right. The first right. time I did all of my sprinklers, I put Teflon tape on everything at the sprinklers, and then at some point in time, I was like. Don't I just want that water to get into the ground anyways? So I quit doing that Well, that's a funny point you make because I look at the way that you fit sprinklers. And I was watching a YouTube video on it. And this guy, you know, gets a PVC pipe and he, screw, he threads the sprinkler head into the PVC. And he didn't use Teflon or anything. I'm like, what is he doing? That's just going to leak. And then I had the same thought you did. Well, I guess that's that fine. Is where you want it to leak? <laughs> as long <laughs> as your grass can be watered? I guess that's fine. I, mean, yeah, I guess we're not trying to... leak in 24 hours a day, right? Yeah. As long so as the valve's working. Right. So doesn't anyway, matter if it leaks a little. It's pretty funny. I, you just don't even need to worry about it. It's water in the ground, which is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a big week at our house. A uh, big couple of weeks because uh, the World Cup started. Oh, yeah. Once every four years. Um, we're kind of bummed in my house because the United States didn't make it. So we're not nearly as excited for the World Cup this year. And my second favorite team, the Netherlands, also didn't make it. So I'm not really sure who to cheer for this year. So we've just been watching games. Like uh, every night, that's kind of what I've been doing, going home and watching the recorded games. So that's been a, a pretty soccer-filled, fun week in my house. So I guess we're I'm now cheering for Iceland. Is Argentina in it? Yeah. Are they still in it? Yeah, everybody's still in it. They've only played one game per team so far. Um, So I guess I'm rooting for England, maybe. Argentina. Why Argentina? Because I have a friend that's from Argentina. So There you go. I jumped on his bandwagon. (laughs) Very nice. And and then also yesterday, or a couple days ago, whenever it was, was Father's Day. So that was a fun day. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, yes. My family took great care of me. Thank you very much, family. I love you all. Isn't it funny that Father's Day is on Sunday? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I just what if thought Mother's Day is on 
Sunday also. What if you only have daughters? <laughs> Not on Daughter's Day. Okay, <laughs> look, I just thought of that, okay? so I well, got some cool wireless headphones for the Xbox, and I don't have to have all these cords dangling. Oh, nice. Wait, you got a new headset? Yeah. I didn't know that. How does it work? Does a newer one? Like a module plug in the bottom of the controller? Or? No, it connects directly to Bluetooth. the Xbox One console through Bluetooth. Oh, nice. It works really nice. I used it last night for the first time. So. Huh, Could I you tell? Know. No. Could you tell it was my brand new one? I didn't sound no. better. No, you didn't sound worse either, though. I mean, you sound perfectly great. Hmm. But can, I, you Bluetooth, can you use Bluetooth headset to not, the Xbox? Not no. like this, because it doesn't have a mic. <laughs> it's really weird. You have to have a mic. This one has specifically designed to connect to the Xbox, and that's really the only way you can do them wirelessly. Xbox is weird, um, but it's really nice. I like it a lot. Sounded really good. Was comfortable. So that was a win. So that's what's been going on. Soccer, lots of soccer at my house, and a new pair of headphones, which I really liked. Nice. All right. So uh, let's get right to it. This kind of this week, I think we were just doing dumb stuff. I don't know. What would you call this kind of stuff? Um, this was Dustin's brainchild, so I'm going to let him explain what we're talking about. Well, so I spent a lot of time on the bus back and forth from the conference, which led to surfing some web and finding funny stories. And so Surfing what? Surfing the web. Oh. So I found I found a really funny story that I sent both of you guys through the week. And the more I thought about this story... Uh, the more I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't know if we could fill a whole show with it. And so we'd kind of talked about doing a show with uh, like funny things or strange things we've seen on the internet, either in YouTube videos or news articles and stuff like that. So I thought it would be fun to find some stuff that was weird or crazy out on the web and then talk about it. All right. So what'd you find? Let me grab my phone real quick. I lost my phone. So I want to save the really good one for last, <laughs> really good one for last, because yeah. I think okay. it's a good talking point. So as I was searching the web, I'll start out with uh, this funny one that I thought. Uh, you guys ever garden in your yard and and you you hate pests like uh, snails or other bugs or? Oh yeah. So there's this article about this guy in Finland, and I'll I'll try to put uh, show notes. Uh, in but there's this guy in Finland and he's out working in his garden and he comes across a snake and you know maybe instead of just lopping its head off with a shovel or what you kind know, of snake uh it didn't really say let me was it a big snake it didn't really say if it was a big snake or not it was just kind of funny but um it he had uh he'd got this snake in his in his uh I don't know why my internet... Let's see what it says. Um, we don't get great internet in the vault here. No. Well, when you're 300 feet below uh, sea level... So it's pretty short. Let me read it. An improvised method of getting rid of a snake in a garden by spaying it with a, or spraying it with gasoline kicked off a chain reaction that ended up with a house fire. So this guy, he sprays this <laughs> snake with gasoline. And then I'm assuming he lights it on fire, you know, and which I guess is kind of cruel in the same sense. It probably would have been better if he just lopped the head off with a Why spade. Why just let it go? What or let it go, whatever. But the snake crawls into his crawl space in his house and starts his house on fire, and then his house burned down. That and is karma right there. He deserved that. 
after they got the blaze extinguished, it was fifteen thousand dollars worth of uh, worth of damage done to his house. Fortunately, the the home's interior wasn't affected. So I just thought it was kind of funny that he kind of got what he deserved a little bit of karma back in his face. He did. Why would you light a snake on fire? That's mean. Well, if you're trying to kill it. There are a hundred better ways than lighting it on fire. There are many more efficient methods. You know, snakes snakes and spiders are kind of those funny things. Like, nobody really has problems killing spiders. Like, except for my daughter, Sid. Like, if we have a spider in the house, she doesn't want it killed. She wants you to put it in a cup or something and take it outside and let it go. My wife, on the other hand, is like... Spider, come kill it! You know, and so... That's my way or too. she gets vacuums or whatever. Nobody really cares about spiders. And I uh, I kind of get the same feeling about snakes. People hate snakes. And uh, people, you know... And I guess maybe like rodents too. They would rather have them dead than have them in their yard. Even though that snake could be doing something good for their yard. Or the, even the spiders, you know. So I think there's a stereotype. and spiders are good. Rodents, not so much. They don't. No, really rodents much are bad. Land. But uh, <laughs> you probably have maybe have the same problem because you live in a kind of have a field in your backyard, and I'm I'm pretty close to the canal, and so every once in a while, you know, you'll hear somebody tell a story about a rat or something, you know. So Didn't far, I have see not seen any rats, but we did see a snake yeah. in our backyard. I thought the other you said day. you found one the other day. Yeah, garter, right? Garter snake, yeah. Yeah. One time my so. wife was looking out the back window and she sees this rat kind of sneak through the <laughs> fence and our back door neighbors have chickens. And so I'm sure this rat was going in there to eat grain. And she was like, we're moving, put the house up for sale. We're done. And I was like, Oh, we're fine. It's not that big of a deal. So I go to the local cow ranch and I buy some rat traps and I buy a Snickers bar and I cut the Snickers bar up and put on these rat traps. I killed like four birds and only killed one one rat. All these birds kept going to pick the peanuts out of the candy bar and got their head lopped off. So that's Man, gross. That's it cruel, was, dude. It was Why are you lopping birds' heads off? Well, I didn't mean to. I want. I was going after the rats. <laughs> Pretty funny though. So. How'd your wife feel about you lopping birds' heads off in place of rats? I didn't tell her. Oh, no, you didn't tell no, her? No, no. I didn't even tell her about the rats. You rat. just did tell her, dude. Sorry. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'm <laughs> she saying. She doesn't. My kids <laughs> Other do, people so do, and yeah. they're going to throw you under the bus. <laughs> that's true. That's funny. So that's one. Does anybody else got one? You got you want, got one you wanted to share? Like a, like one like that? No, no. But I do... So what are the parameters that you want us to kind of stay within? Anything that you thought you saw cool on the web. It doesn't even so have to be like a weird, funny story. Okay. Or Here's what I thought was cool on the web. Um, Elon Musk, did you see this? Uh, I might have. Chicago? I, I don't know. Tell us what it is. How can okay. I tell you if you've seen it if you don't tell me what it is? So <clears throat> you know how he has the boring company, right? Yep. And so the whole purpose of the boring company is to make boring tunnels more efficient, more scalable, less boring, less expensive, and certainly less boring. Um, and he, his vision and his, and his, uh, innovation is often stifled by government, right? Especially in LA and in California, they just have tons of regulation. Well, he, 
s- I don't know what the context was of him getting in touch with Chicago, but apparently the city of Chicago has way, way, way fewer um, uh, regulations. Policies, policies and regulations and stuff on this kind of thing. And so he he said to them, I will at no cost to you build a transit system from the airport uh, O'Hare to the city and it'll and it'll take 20 minutes to get there it'll be non-stop from the airport to the city which is I mean it's way fast I don't know how long it normally is probably an hour or something like that but um, it'll be a 20 minute ride and it will be reasonably priced and it will cost the city nothing and so I watched uh, the press briefing on it. Basically, Musk is absorbing all of the risk. And if it goes belly up, if it's if any of it doesn't go uh, well, he eats $2 billion. And the whole time you're in the tunnel traveling to the airport, you have to listen to It's a Small World. It's a small, yeah, and then uh, and then try not to watch Daylight before you uh, get on <laughs> your... On your uh, train or whatever they're going to call those um i'm pretty sure most people don't have to try very hard to not watch daylight that's true that i'm surprised that both of you even know what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking about oh okay lester stallone movie yeah Yeah. where they get stuck in the tunnel and then it floods and they all die yeah that one spoilers how old is this movie pretty old it's like i might i might know 15 years yeah i might know what it is i don't know so um i thought that was cool in in on the web he can afford it. You know, it, he doesn't have that money, but he said what he's really bringing to the table, because even the boring technology is still coming along. It's not baked. Um, but he said, what I'm really bringing to this table and and the asset or the value that I'm bringing is I can raise money. I, I raise money well. And um, so he did a talk to the to the press with the mayor of Chicago. And um, and that's one of the things that he said. So I thought that was interesting. I always find it funny. I follow him on Twitter, and I I follow some other things that usually talk about him. But I always follow find it hilarious when someone thinks they can like badmouth him, or they can say something bad, or they catch him in something, and his replies are always like, like he just shuts people down when he when he tweets back, you know. And I'm like, man, that dude has got his act together, like. These people, you know, they try to call him out on environmental issues or anything like that. And he's already got a game plan or, you know, I saw this tweet about these batteries that he's doing and and they were kind of bad mouthing him about, oh, he's not going to be able to make these batteries anymore because the mine where they mine this stuff is caught fire or something like that. And he was like, eh, it doesn't matter. I didn't need it. Second quarter this year, we're not even going to be using that material. We're going a different way. Oh. And he like totally shut him down like in like one sentence. And I was like, oh, man, like this dude's. It's like one step ahead of everything, you know. It's pretty cool. I've, I, to me, he's like lowercase G God. <laughs> that guy is so gangster. <laughs> I love him so. You know, anyway, you want to know what it is? You want to know what the honest truth is? He's invented a time machine, and he's gone forward, and he's pulled this stuff back. Well, That's what it is. No, I, w- I thought we already disproved time machines can't work. Well, we didn't have cake. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe Elon Musk went and stopped it so we wouldn't catch on. Maybe he stopped us from time traveling. 
Yeah, I I really do. I have a lot of respect for that guy, and I have seen him backed into many corners with which he jumps out with kangaroo-like uh, glee. We should have bought a flamethrower. From him? Yeah. Just to support we him. We should just make one. Drawer. We can make one. You already made one and yeah. <laughs> tried to light me on fire, dude. <laughs> no, we should make a real one. <laughs> yeah, Dustin's not allowed to operate the flamethrower anymore. <laughs> we didn't tell that story, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So people know what we're talking about? We if did not, it when we did our uh, manly cooking show. Yeah. If not, you have to go back and listen. So if you missed that episode, go look it up. You'll know. The time Dustin tried to barbecue me. Scott now wears flame retardant underwear. Yes. <laughs> I do. Whenever uh, I'm around Dustin. And he puts on uh, flame retardant hair gel <laughs> and beard uh, moisturizer. He just shaves his beard SPF. off before he comes to my house. <laughs> SPS 1000. SPF. SPF. Is it SPF? SPF well, yeah. if it's uh, sunproof flame, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> do you plan on being as hot as the sun? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Put that on. Yeah, you would want F F P F, flame proof factor farts. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't flame proof. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so that was my my web thing. I have more, but I I will concede the floor to y'all. We'll see what Scott's got. I don't have anything. Sorry, I'm. Totally you didn't do your homework. No, I just tried to look up a couple, and I can't find anything that, that cool will translate well to the podcast world. There's several cool things, but you have to see them in order to be able to really appreciate them. So, okay, we'll come back to you. I'm I'm advocating or abdicating, not advocating, abdicating my responsibilities this week. Sorry, it's too bad you didn't have like a huge iron chair with a bunch of swords coming out of it, because you would have made some certain people's day by abdicating the throne. Who says I don't? Well, you, I don't see it. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean I don't have it. <laughs> okay. How do you know it's not in my bathroom? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Dustin, help. <laughs> I have a throne. <laughs> <laughs> do we move on to the next topic? <laughs> yep. You don't want to talk about my throne? No, my I'm bathroom? not talking about your throne. Does it have swords in it? Maybe. Okay, well. I want to direct yes or no. Come on, dude. We all know where you go to the bathroom, and it's going to be downstairs in the guest bathroom because you're not allowed in either bathroom. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's uh, the bathroom I, I will not confirm or deny that story. <laughs> that's funny. But we don't have a bathroom downstairs. Not down downstairs. I mean your guest one off the kitchen. Oh. No, I'm not allowed to use the guest one because that's where guests go. So, Well, no, when you don't have guests, you're probably banished. So not to be political and not saying anything for or against our political system or those people in power right now, but did Here you guys we see go. Did you guys see that West Hollywood gave uh I just totally drew a blank. The Daniels lady. What's her name? Stormy. Stormy Daniels, the key to the city. That wasn't just that was like a month ago. Oh, I just barely found out about it. Yeah, I must home, be under there's a Stormy Daniels day. Yeah, dude, in that city, that? it's ridiculous. You give your give your key to the city and the day of the city to a porn star. I mean, yeah. regardless of what is done, I don't know. I I just thought that was funny. I can't believe they gave her the key to the city. Who else is West Hollywood going to give the key to the city to? Anybody who has contributed to society <laughs> other than a controversy against the people in power. Have you ever been to West Hollywood? I would assume Hugh Hefner somewhere in there. 
Yeah, there might be a Hugh. There's probably a Hugh Hefner week in in uh, West Hollywood. But I'm but I'm not impressed. Just because they've done it doesn't mean I'm like, yeah, that was a good idea. I thought it was the dumbest thing. Yeah, I like, did too. I don't know. I was not a fan of that. All right, you're up. What All do right. you got? Here's a here's a something that uh Mr. Colton uh showed me last week that I thought was cool. So Who? Daniel. So um he sent me a link about this kid that is six foot ten or something close to it. Nears makes no difference, freaking tall and twelve. Twelve years old? Yeah. And, and homeboy was playing like junior jazz. I don't know what they call <laughs> it other places, but uh, he wrecked, was wrecked basketball. No exaggeration, a foot and a half taller than all of the other kids. And wow. and so you would see one of his teammates just chuck the ball in the air, you know, with with zero discernment or <laughs> He's just or, cherry picking or it. aim, and the guy just like a freaking treant just grabs a ball and then and and the hoop is lower at at 10 or 12 or whatever i guess and so he literally just goes like this you know (laughs) and and there's no jump nothing just you know so for those that can't see john's arms action he was uh, signaling a slam dunk with the hoop being a foot below his face yeah it was like no jump nothing and so um i i didn't think it was cool like it was amazing i just thought it was cool like if that's so funny and a kid that tall does not come along every day no and can i just tell you that he is the bane of every school record uh (laughs) of that age group for that year you know and then the last idea i had on that was what terrible practice he's getting you know like He's yeah, he's got, not improving he's as a get, basketball yeah, player. He's got zero challenge for like the next five years. Well, if he had a good coach, his coach would make him like I. I wouldn't have him cherry picking. I'd make him work for a, a hoop. I would be like, yeah, you're not cherry picking it. I'll see if I can get the video sent to y'all. I don't know how to find it again, but it was amusing. Um. So. You can go to this place. It's www.google.com. And I'm sure if you just typed in six foot, six foot six, 12 year old, I'm sure it'll put something. Number one stunner. (laughs) Yeah, six foot. Anyway, so I thought that was pretty fun. Oh, golly. I just typed into YouTube and I put six foot and immediately he showed up. So how how tall is your oldest son, Ethan? Uh, he's pretty tall for his age. He's, yeah, he is he's, tall. He's um, sometimes he'll be in a group of people who are the same age as him, and he's a, a head taller. So, oh wow, he's a big kid. And he he doesn't play any basketball though, right? Well, he does play basketball. He does for yeah. like on a rec team. Yeah, he he has played basketball on a rec team. <laughs> Sorry, <we're>, I'm being <laughs> distracted by John playing this video for us of the kid. Who you is. have to send me the link so that I Kay. can put it, it in the show notes. I'll send it to you. And that's like not even fair. It's he's just so, swatting people. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> he's like a like a marquee. That's like, oh, he did, he's like over his back. He's like doing backward dunks and yeah, that hoop is short. That's yeah. like a eight or nine. It's like foot head foot. tall for him. Yeah, wow. and, and he's not even like, jumping. No, I, that's what I said. No jump and. And when I did my slam dunk it thing, that I was trying to be accurate. Huh. Anyway, wow. so I'll send that to That's you. You can funny. put it in the show notes. But That's funny. 
So I, I do have one thing that I thought was hilarious when I was kind of looking through this. I found this post about this guy who uh, was supposedly looking for his Social Security card. And so he posted a picture on Instagram saying that he found his Social Security card. And guess what the picture was of? <laughs> Social Security his Social card. Security card. And so th- there was this whole long list of people saying, you're an idiot. You can't do that. You're going to get your identity stolen and all this. And his comeback was, um, no, nobody can steal my identity because they don't look like me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's it's not true. Good. That's not good. He didn't, nobody looks like him, so they can't <laughs> steal his identity. Oh, no, that is not good at I all. I thought that was hilarious. They can wow. and they will. They no. already have. Yeah. So my brother, um, he wanted to get his own cell phone. And he would go to T-Mobile and he would give them his social. And they would say, sorry, the social is already taken. And he'd say, well, what's the name on the account or whatever? That's my social. And the name came back to be a, a Hispanic name, uh, probably, you know, from Mexico. I don't Enrico. know. Enrico? It, it was something like that. I mean, this is not to be any kind of race, anything other than a fact that that's what it was. Yeah. Right? And uh, he had to fight T-Mobile and send letters and verifications and all kind of stuff for two years before he finally got his... Uh, T-Mobile account with his social. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, it probably was his, but I bet Enrico probably walked in with the social security number and, snagged and it. Had, didn't have to do anything, yeah. right? Got it first. No, they were like, what's your social? And he was like, five, two, sixer, niner, fiver. <laughs> he probably didn't even, he probably just made one up and yeah, it happened to be your brother. Totally. And it's super annoying, but to Scott's point, he was able to just to just give it, you know, no verification or anything. Whereas now my brother, who also just had to give it, it was also easy for my brother, but it was taken and it shouldn't have been taken. So anyway, it's a really ridiculous process. But point is, is please don't take pictures of your social. It's already easy. Right. Let's not let's not give them photo. Uh, it's crazy how hard it is once someone has whoever gets there first wins. Right. Yeah. If you use that social security number first. Uh, until someone gets 12 million documents to prove that they're wrong, they win. So it, you, you maybe John remembers this, but back in the day when I was like 16 years old, you start doing stuff and you needed a social security for everything. My social security number used to be on my driver's license. Like you, you use that social security like oh, yeah. nobody's you business, like you know? Candy. Even when we started working here, our social security number was a part of our user ID, you know, and like, how stupid is that? And now it's like a big thing, but I'm thinking how many times was my social security number put out someplace, you know, because it was safe back then, you know, I mean, it's easy to get. Have you guys ever had any identity theft or anything like that happen to you? Yeah. 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 So my wife is, um had a few issues and one of the benefits working here at the vault is uh, we have a a thing uh, an opportunity to enroll in lifelock and so like i said after all of those breaches happened i just signed up for it and um it's actually kind of paid off because um if you well i there's a couple other things you can do too but like 
instantly when something happens, they're like on the phone with you saying, Hey, was this you? And if you say no, they instantly mitigate it. So yeah, it is a little bit expensive, but it's been well worth it. So what happened when you're, when her identity was stolen? Someone just opened up a credit account. Did that cause you a big headache long term, or were you able to deal with it fairly quickly? No, because LifeLock got right on top of it and had it closed. Oh. And then the the company called me and said, "Hey, you know, did you open this account? LifeLock mitigated." And we're like, "Yeah, no, it's not us." And they closed it. And it's happened twice. And since then, we've done the seven year freeze on our credit, so it can't be done. But as far as we know, nothing else has been done. It's just... So you had LifeLock first before anybody tried to steal your identity. Yeah, I, I was a little bit worried, you know, like Equifax happening and all those things happening. And so I was a little bit worried about it. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to see what's going to happen because, you know, Equifax, I mean, they were breached. And all they'll give yeah, you is like, a, right. you know, they'll want you to pay for their service. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, and so... I just kind of felt, and they monitor other things other than your credit report. They monitor your email out on the dark web. I mean, they, they monitor a whole bunch of stuff. And I've got warnings saying, hey, your email address has showed up on this pastebin page and things like that. And so I, I feel like it's been well worth having it. This um, episode brought to you by LifeLock. <laughs> Can I just say, though, that <clears throat> this is a known issue. The fact that our government's doing nothing to help us with their crappy social uh, schema is stupid. And then in addition to that, Experion and the other um, uh, credit agencies are also doing nothing. I'm sorry. How difficult is it for you to create a system so that when I apply for a thing, you verify that I am me? How hard is that to put in place? Two-step verification or or multi-factor authentication. We have it in other systems. Why can't we set that up for our credit agencies, our credit bureaus? So check this out. When I went to Disney World last week, I bought my ticket. I go into my ticket. I scan it for the first time. They make me put in my fingerprint. Wow. Yeah, they're doing that at Disneyland now. Wow. And so you, you, I can't give you my ticket and let you in because the fingerprint that I registered when I first swiped the ticket is who gets to use that ticket. If you don't have a matching fingerprint, you don't get in the park. They had a huge problem at Disneyland with people doing that. They'd buy like a five-day pass, right, when they're only planning on going for three because it's not that much more. And then they'd sell that ticket to someone else who's there for the final two days for fairly cheap. And so both parties end up doing this win-win. I've given my ticket away. I've, yeah. I've had like a five-day pass, and I've used four days. And then I'd go up to the ticket counter, and somebody would be there. And I'd be like, hey, you want this ticket? It's got a day left on it. And they're like, yeah, sure. I'd just give it to them. Yeah. So that they had a big problem with that. So they've they used to have – they've gone through all kinds of steps where you used to have to sign it, you know, with your signature. And they do – I don't know how that worked – because they never probably, asked you to re-sign your signature. Probably didn't work. But, you know, if the signature probably didn't match your ID, but obviously that didn't work because people, my signature, I mean, my signature's awesome, and it looks just like my name, and you can read it. No, <laughs> Mine probably too. can't. But, so then they moved to pictures, right? You had to have your picture taken, and now they're doing fingerprints. Yeah. So they're really trying to Do you know what the real big problem sure here is, though? Here's the big problem with their whole ticketing system is it's so stinking expensive. <laughs> People try to find the loopholes to go to Disneyland. Holy heck. Uh, yeah. yeah. Disneyland uh, costs have skyrocketed. Disney Disney World, while. one day in the park, one park, 
was a hundred and fifty something dollars that the I just looked at the the ticket booth when I was walking in. I'm like hundred fifty bucks to be here for one day. That's crazy. Per person. Per right. person, yeah. So or one park. So here's Disneyland. They have this problem with authenticating their purchasers and they solve it. Why can't we do that with our social and our credit? It's ridiculous. Because there's no there's all these companies out there who are making millions and billions of dollars off of the problem. Even the credit agency themselves. And if, right, if that problem is solved by the government, guess where all that money disappears? So I don't care if the government solves the problem. People like LifeLock have lobbyists who are in the government lobbying the government to not fix the problem because it would put them out of business. Just like the tax thing, you know, nobody... Everybody wants a simple tax form, except tax cut or H&R Block or TurboTax. So they spend billions of dollars lobbying Congress to make so they don't simplify the tax form. I challenge, and that's why it's not fixed. I challenge anyone related to, to this John. system to fix this problem because it's stupid. It makes you look bad. Well, the funny thing is... is it, it is fixed. You can play LifeLock. A monthly fee, and they'll fix it for you. Or you can pay the credit people themselves, the, like like Experian or TransUnion. You can pay them to monitor your credit, too. So yeah. Wait a minute. Stupid. And and the bad thing about it is, is they're government subsidized, so they get billions of dollars just from the government to do this. you know. And, and then if you have your identity and credit stolen, they don't give you a new number. They just expect you to spend the money to try to clean it up. You know, They can't be like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll just transfer you to a new number. No, they don't do that either. I don't really want to keep going down this road. I think we've made our points. But to your question earlier, Scott, have we been affected? And the answer is both my wife and I have both had our identity stolen and uh, activity on our lines because of it. And we do have uh, LifeLock or the equivalent service on our just go our just just call up. You can call up all three credit agencies and have a seven year hold put on it for free. And oh. they'll give you a PIN number. It's kind of a pain because if you want to go buy a car, you have to call the credit, all three credit bureaus up and you have to say, here's my PIN number. Will you please unfreeze my credit for three days while I apply for this car loan? You get your car loan and you, you come know back who else? and they'll refreeze it. Before we move on, who else you need to do that for is your kids. Yeah. The kids' socials get gobbled up too. And yeah. before they even make a life for themselves, their socials have been screwed and their credit's been screwed. It's It's bad. It's so stupid. True, but let's let's move on. It's boring. I mean, that's lame. boring. Depress- yeah, we kind of went down that rabbit it's hole. It's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Not boring, but depressing. <laughs> the uh, high cost so. of Disney and <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. identity theft rabbit yes. hole. We well, that was our that, that was hard. our our transition to the next uh, so, the next segment. So I have. Well, we have another segment. Or no, we st- okay. We just so, save these. <laughs> okay. So I actually have another cool thing that I've seen, and I don't know. I haven't researched it yet, but I keep seeing the clickbait for it. And it's something to do with Trump and space. And I think we're entering another, like, space thing, which I kind of think is cool, you know? It seems like it, doesn't it? There's I, a I lot of emphasis yeah, being put I, on space I don't right know now. what. I haven't researched it, and it could be really bad. I don't know. I have no idea. No, he did tell NASA he wants, like, a space... He wants group. to bring back the, the space program. So but not I think just that's the cool. space program, but he wants, like, space... like. Ninja warriors in space. Space troopers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, space I, troopers. I want to see that press briefing. That sounds hilarious. Because <laughs> what I'm imagining is like these guys with big guns in space. 
and they're going to be huge. Uh, huge guns in anyways, the huge space. So right now, I, and forgive me if I'm wrong, NASA, but right now I believe they're just in charge of shooting satellites into space because... We don't. We don't have an active moon landing program. We don't have an active moon anything program. Well, so I think I think our ast- I think our astronauts hitch a ride to the space station too. Yeah, and so and I think that SpaceX largely kind of gobbled up that market now with their reusable rockets and stuff. So NASA kind of doesn't really need to do anything. Well, they're and he's kind of isn't. SpaceX kind of leading the the charge to get to Mars. Oh, yeah. totally. Oh, totally. And yeah. that's that's not NASA either. You're right. And so I, th- I just think that it's cool that we're that we're going back to space exploration. I think it's cool. In one of my sessions, as a country, in one of my sessions when I was in Florida, I got talking to this guy. Uh, he was sitting next to me, and we were kind of waiting for the session to start. And he's, "Oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Utah. Where are you from? I'm from Florida." So, oh, that's cool. And I was, I just said to him, I said, well, if I'm not going to Disneyland or, or Disney world, what's there to do? And he's like, Oh dude, you should go see a SpaceX launch. And I was like, Oh yeah, that would be cool. And so then he looked up on his phone. He's like, Oh, the next one's on the 29th. He said, but if, if you get a chance to come back, he's like, I go to everyone. They're so cool. Just, you know, you go watch these. He's like, it's, it's the awesomest thing. So, I was hoping to see one, but I didn't. So my boy got a rocket from Grandpa for his birthday. and What kind of rocket? Like a $20, $30 rocket. Like those ones with the little... Like an Estes rocket that you shoot off? Yeah. yeah. Oh, or nice. like a... Okay. With cool. the whole launch control button thing that looks way nice. more complicated than it needs to be. And, and the leads that go to your uh, rocket and you can only stand like 10 feet away. Because <laughs> the core is not very long, but yeah, so that kind of rocket and Did we have a parachute. Uh huh. We fired it off a couple times, and um, that thirty dollar rocket was fun. I can only imagine what a SpaceX takeoff, you know, or launch would would so be like. In my exploration to be like Elon Musk, uh-huh. I make my own rocket engines. Very nice. Do you really? Yeah. You pack your own. Uh, cardboard toilet paper tube thing full of pvc oh you really five inches of pvc do you have video of this uh no okay (laughs) i want to we'll talk about that that's but if you want to go if you want to go shoot one off we can make a small like a five inch pvc and and make them and it's really easy to make like be fun it's super easy to make Hmm. okay yeah we'll talk about that uh, later but yeah and they go really really high yeah so anyway i guess long story short that sounds dangerous let's do it yeah Okay, the next man cave, we're making rocket engines. Okay, I have another one, so if you don't, uh, I'll go again, or you can go. No, go ahead. Okay, so... I've got the big finale. There's a fellow on YouTube, and uh, I'm trying to think of his name. It's like Uncles or something like that. And he is some kind of biologist but he kind of acts like the crocodile hunter. Um, he, he chases down animals and catches them. And it's super fun to watch. So he'll chase down like a deer or he'll chase down. Like on his feet? On his feet. So he's just and running he's like after tackling him, this deer? Tackling a deer. And he doesn't tackle the deer because deer are fast, right? But. But because we have a four-chambered heart and not a two-chambered heart and some other uh, differences 
or six chambered heart, whatever the number of chambers is that we have. I think it's four. But four, have four. Yeah, four. Four. Yeah. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm <laughs> that's no, why you never became a doctor. <laughs> no, I'm no doctor, I, and I I know enough biology to be dangerous, and that's it. But anyway, the point is, is because of the difference, we can uh, our stamina is entirely different. We we don't have the same launch and speed initially, but we can go for longer, and we can rest in between. And so he just chases these deer down until they get tired, and then jumps on them. Yep. <laughs> and uh, the deer one, he catches off camera, so I don't know exactly how that goes. And I have to sympathize because it's not like he has a whole camera crew filming all this crap. It's just him, sometime him and his girlfriend. But um, Sounds like special effects to me, man. No, he, several of them you watch. Okay, we need a link. Okay, I'll send you a For link. For sure. I really enjoy his videos, though. Um, I think he's faking it. Okay, I'll send you some links. <laughs> The deer one would be hard He's to watch. He's faking his uh, captures. He definitely didn't fake his kangaroo capture, and that was that was a fun one to watch. Hey, we faked a moon landing. You can fake a kangaroo catch. <laughs> that is an extremely fair point. I have nothing. I have no rebuttal. Well, well. Uh, <laughs> po- point to you. Point to you. King to you there, Scott. Um, but uh, one of his videos, he is trying to catch rabbits and he uses um, venomous snakes and he sends them down the rabbit hole, you know, in several places. And then he puts nets on the rabbit hole so that when the rabbit gets scared of the snake and comes out, it gets caught by the net. What the? Yeah. And he catches all of the poisonous snakes by hand himself. And it's then he lets them loose in rabbit holes? Yeah. He to terrorize poor rabbit families? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and he, he caught several rabbits doing that. And then what does he do with these rabbits? Eats them. Then he feeds them to bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> and he when he catches a bobcat, the bobcat, then he catches a cougar. And then when he catches a cougar, he catches a tiger. Yeah, he caught a he caught a hawk or something like that. And he eats he, hawks? He didn't eat the hawk. He just caught the hawk. But he baited the hawk, and when it landed, he caught it somehow. I can't remember. And he did this elaborate duck catch hunt so he could hand catch the duck, you know. Um, this guy's wacko, man. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoy his stuff. He's a lot of fun <laughs> to watch. Yeah, yeah so, we need a link. Um, anyway, so that was, an, that was another one I had. Hmm. Your turn. Interesting. Scott, you got to have a cool, like, just The something. one I did started us down the rabbit hole for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> on Life lock. <laughs> Try again. I did. Try again. That. No, I gave up after that. Oh, that's funny. Um, let's... Should we go to the biggie? Yeah, I think we have the All biggie. Right, let's do we it. We got a we got a little bit of time. This left. should probably. So should I read the title of the article or should I just build the story up? Uh, why don't you tease us a little bit okay. first? Okay, so uh, let me see. I can't remember where this guy's from. Uh, so there's this guy, and um, he he's not like a crazy motorcycle rider. He's not a stunt rider. He's not one of those idiots that you see out on on uh, out on you know YouTube with these guys doing illegal stuff on the freeway. This guy just happens to be a motorcycle rider, and he he's a young kid, uh, and he is in an unfortunate accident. He's broadsided by uh, a car, and he gets flipped off into the forest. And through the luck of of whatever. Uh, he he's able to survive. Uh, the only problem is is where the car hit his bike, swipe swiped him. Uh, it crushed his foot, 
And so uh, he's okay at the scene. It's just like a whole bunch of events that happened. Uh, someone first on the scene had been trained in first aid, and then there was an off-duty uh, paramedic that came to help, and and kind of just everything worked out for him. But he gets to the hospital, and they do uh, some x-rays and MRIs, and they have this in the article. His foot just looks like a bag full of rocks. Uh, it's the outline of his foot, but all of the bones, it just looks like a big bag of rocks. So uh, the doctor comes in, and uh, they kind of discuss this over a, a couple of days, and they come to the determination is, look, you're never going to walk on your foot again. There's nothing we can do for you. Your foot is so badly damaged that, I mean, you can keep it, but it's just going to be a, a pile of mush. You're never going to be able to walk on it. So this kid makes the decision with his family that, he should have his his foot amputated so they amputate the foot just below the just below the knee and um he kind of has a hard time separating from his foot like he doesn't like i guess he feels bad that his foot's been taken off but like he 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 doesn't want to let go of the foot so somehow he does some research and finds out that because of certain religious beliefs that you can take your foot if it's been amputated, you like, can you can take it. You just say, "Hey, can I keep that?" So, so he goes. And they say, I'd yes. like my foot on ice, please. So he goes down this path. So he says, "I didn't want my foot just to end up in this dump, or I didn't want it to be incinerated and then just dumped off." You know, he said. So I started doing some research. I found out that there's some religious beliefs that would allow you to fill out the paperwork, and then you could take your foot and dispose of it however you want so, so he converted to whatever this religion was well i don't think he was there i don't think he was religion but just he filled out the paper and this is what i believe like i don't think my body should be separated i want to care for my own foot i want to be buried with my foot however he chooses to do that so then he decides that well i'm gonna have my foot freeze-dried so i'm gonna take this foot home so he immediately he they release the foot to him he takes it home as fast as he can and he throws it in the freezer and he, he freezes his foot. He prepares, I mean, he, he d- takes all the care in the world to try to preserve his foot as much as possible, put it in the freezer. So then over the next little while, he's like, I'm going to have my foot, you know, uh, did he freeze. ever make a lamp out of it? <laughs> so that, that was his plan. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to preserve it. I'm going to have it freeze dried and then I'm going to have it put in like, uh, you know, a mold preserved or something. And I'm going to make a lamp out of it. So he goes through all of these things. He did make a mold of it though. Didn't Seriously. He? That's disgusting. So, so he goes through all these things like, <sighs> how can I preserve this? So, um, at one point in time, he, uh, he starts doing a little research and so this is where I'll release the, the title of the article. You ready for this? Uh, so this is a Vice article, and the title is, This Guy Served His Friend's Tacos Made From His Own Amputated Leg. That is so, <laughs> so disgusting. Leg tacos. That is so disgusting. So at some point in time, he's got this, <laughs> he's got this severed leg from his foot, and they... They had to kind of skin it so they could take the skin back and, and then flay it. Yeah, and, and put and put the skin over, you know, so so there's this red meat and he starts thinking you know, it just kind of looks like a piece of steak. <laughs> so tastes like chicken. So he mm. starts doing all this research on on uh cannibalism and and like the legality of this. 
So, because nobody was killed uh, and there was no crime committed in the amputee of this leg whatsoever, there's no law that says he can't eat his own leg. So, uh, that's that's the legality. There's no law. But what about his friends who aren't eating so, their own leg? So, wait. Let me get to that. Ugh. Cannibalism is not illegal. So, if really? he... Yeah. So, uh, really? so this is what it says. The United States does not have a federal law banning ca- uh, cannibalism. Idaho is the only state in which the simple act of eating human flesh can land you in prison. Uh, laws against murder and buying and selling human meat and corpse desecration make cannibalism difficult. But technically, uh, legally, in the other 49 states, uh, it's if you want to eat it, you can. As long as you can legally obtain the meat, you can eat it. So, wow. so he comes up with this plan. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a mold of my foot. So he goes and he goes through all the process. So what he does is he ha- hacks off this big piece of meat from the calf area. And so he's got this big piece of meat, and then he wraps that, preserves it, and then he takes his foot and he has a cast made of it, a plaster repairs cast, <laughs> and then he goes and he has his foot cremated and kind of has his own little closure with with his foot. But in the meantime, he's got this big chunk of meat. And so so here's where here's where it gets kind of funny. If he would have just taken that meat and chopped it up, thrown it in a stew and fed it to his friends without their consent, then he's committing a crime. So what he does is he he and by the way, this is all anonymous. Nobody knows who this guy is. Like he's kept it 100% not anonymous cuz he doesn't want anything whatever. So he he goes to 10 of his friends and he says, this is what I did. I hacked off a big chunk of my calf. You want to eat me? Yeah, you want to eat my calf? (laughs) (laughs) And he gets 10 people to consent that said, yeah, we want to try to eat your calf. And so um, they go through this whole big process. They they marinate this meat. And then they fry it up and make pitas out of it. (laughs) And all but one of his friends, including himself, consumed the meat. One of his friends put it in her, put, I guess it was a lady, put it in her mouth, chewed it up and immediately spit it out. And so him and his 10 friends ate motorcycle guy's leg. And apparently human flesh does not taste like chicken. Tastes like beef. Yeah, he said he said that uh, he thought it would be pork, like pork, because we're pretty close to pork. But he said it was really beefy and kind of a little bit gamey. That uh, is so disgusting. So you're not down with the the, the as, human fajita? As I've said before, <laughs> if Dustin smokes it, I'll eat it. <laughs> but please don't tell me. So you'd eat it as long as you didn't know. As long as, as Dustin smoked. smoked it. On Dustin's smoker, yeah, and you didn't know about it with that really yummy uh, rub that he did. Say, "Mmm, delicious!" Oh, I wouldn't know. And gobble it down. I wouldn't know. And Dustin doesn't mean smoke, so uh, I mean. So what if you eat it and then Dustin says, "Guess what you just ate?" I would be pissed. (laughs) So, so here's the funny thing: is I started thinking about this the whole time, like. I started thinking about this story and the whole time I'm reading this article, I'm like, I, I can't put it down. Like I want to finish this article as fast as possible. But the whole time in my, in my head, I'm kind of dry heaving. I'm like, 
Oh, no. oh, that's who I was. Totally. Like he sent oh. the link to me, and I started reading it. And it was like, oh, like I, that's disgusting. I, but I can't stop reading it. I don't think I could do it. I don't think even if it was my own leg and my own me, I don't think I could do it. Like, I mean this with one hundred percent sincerity. At this moment, I could care, I could care less about an appendage of my body that has to be amputated. Once it's gone, it's gone. I don't need to cremate it. I don't need to see it. I don't want to cast of it. I don't want a lampshade. I prefer to never see it again once it's gone. But you don't. You say that now. But I you don't, know, you don't know when they're hacking your leg off. I certainly did preface my statement by saying with 100% certainty in this moment. Okay. 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 So I wonder which one of us would taste better. Disgusting, Scott. He's <laughs> got the most marbling. And it would definitely be me because I'm the youngest. Because you're corn fred. <laughs> I'm grass-fed yeah, and grass-finished. Grass I'm so, grass-finished. So this kind of led me to the train of thought of, like, who told me that eating cow would be okay? And who told me that eating chicken and all that, like, like there's... Your mom and dad? There's there's other cultures around the world that they think that's the closure in death is you take a portion of that person, then you fry it up and have a dinner made of that person, you know, who's it, yeah, it's crazy how we as humans can be so diverse in our thinking, you know, uh, some cultures eat dog and to us dogs are sacred. Some we eat cow and some people think cows are sacred. So some people think, uh, Humans need to be eaten at the end, or I don't know. I had this discussion with, uh, I think, Elizabeth recently. You know, in our country, dog and horses are sacred animals. I mean, we don't call them that, but they are. And they're not other places. No, there's lots of other places that eat dog and horse. And then in our country, we couldn't care less about beef. Cows but, and chickens. Yeah, but in other cultures, is like, you shall not pass. You I know? wonder if there's <laughs> culture out there that doesn't eat chicken and revert and worships them. I don't think so, but maybe. I'm going to start that religion. You are? Yeah. The anti-chicken. You've had enough eating. of chicken? <laughs> you, you can't stop eating chicken. Chicken's delicious. No. No. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we eat it because it's cheap. That's but funny. are you guys pretty? Are you guys pretty adventurous when it comes to eating things? Yeah, I'll eat anything. So you'll try. You'll try anything, dude. As long as it's not a foot fajita. When so I was in Florida, they made me eat pig souse, uh, pig brain, pig foot, pickled pig's foot, boiled pig's foot, pig's ear. I mean, I'll eat it as long as it doesn't smell like butthole or poop. Yeah, I, I'll try anything once, as long as no it doesn't smell horrible. Ugh. So, I've, I've, I I consider myself pretty adventurous. Like the Smiths over there on Redwood Road and 70th South, they used yeah. to have all kinds of different meat there. You know, they would have uh, like shark steaks or a, a lot of different kind of seafood. And so I would go in there and I'd be like, oh, shark steaks. And so I'd pick up some shark steaks and I would buy it or... I've tried, I've tried, you know, like there's a a little, maybe we should do this too. There's a Mexican restaurant uh, in Sandy that serves tongue tacos. What about the brain ones? You can get brain tacos at several places around here. And and I've tried brains. You have, of course, heard 
that us eating the muscle, it's like the most nutritionless part of the animal. Yeah. And we used to, as humans, eat the organs, and there were a lot of uh, really good vitamins and minerals in the liver and in other organs in the body, but we don't eat those. And I, I like liver and I like heart, too. Like, I, yeah. I'll eat both of those. Yeah. So they're, they're actually more nutritional. I don't know which ones rank the best, but they say that liver is pretty good for you when you eat animal liver. I've tried any kind of sea fish or seafood. I've tried raw oysters. I mean, I've tried I've tried everything uh, I, I can imagine. If we go do this cow tongue uh, taco stand, I'll do that. I don't think I could eat somebody else's leg. I'm not doing human. No, I don't think I could either. Uh, I There are too many... There's too much in me now between our culture and my religion that that's a, that's a line I don't want to cross. But really, once the leg is hacked off and it's no longer... It's just a piece of meat, right? Like, what's the difference between that and having a big old rump roast from a cow? I mean... There maybe isn't, but like I said, I'm I'm an adult now. I've had a lot of years of cultural, social, and religious conditioning. That's not a line I. What I'd about dog? Cross. I could eat dog. I would try it. I I don't want to know anything about the dog. I want to be in the <laughs> Philippines eating a dog there. I don't want I don't want uh, I don't want my neighbor cooking up their pet. But I would try it. Just like bear, you know. I'd prefer it to be a wild dog. I'm, I don't. I don't care about dogs. I'm not a dog guy, so. You so don't have any kind of cultural or. We do in America, horses right. and dogs, and really even cats. Um, you don't hear about people chopping their cats up. Well, you do, but it's usually a bad joke on a restaurant. But um, I. Don't, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. In fact, and you might take issue with this, being a purist as you are, uh, but I think that the meat is delicious because of the sauce. So I, I mean, like sauce. So you'll eat any meat as long as it has good sauce on it? I'm pretty much. I, I really well, enjoy the he sauce. He marinated his leg. Yeah, That's he so did. Gross. I'm not saying it didn't taste good. I'm just saying I wouldn't want to do that. Put a little A1 on it. Yeah. Delicious. So I don't have a problem with dog or bird or cat or whatever. It's even funny that this guy, like he's he's really kept it an anonymous like, like he doesn't want anybody to know that he did this. Like he only wants his ten friends to know, and then that's it. They were friends. They weren't anonymous people. No, probably. it was it was all his friends. They all consented, and then they all made jokes like, "Hey, I ate you yesterday. I pooped you out today." <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's seriously. I just saw your leg going around in the toilet. <laughs> oh, that's that's too much for me. I can't. That's a, like I said. That's a line I don't intend to cross. Get, but it's even. Can you imagine like you deciding this and then like trying to pick ten friends? Like who do I pick? Who's not going to just think I'm crazy? And I have. I don't no know if one. I have ten friends I have that no I would one. dare ask. No. I don't have ten no friends one. I would dare ask. Now either. that now that I know you two aren't into it, so I'm, no. I'm not. You're the only two that I would have invited beforehand, probably. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out too. Count me out. It's, it's too much for me. So in this whole venture of smoking, uh, I found a place that they'll send you a frozen alligator and then you can smoke an alligator. Alligator. Oh, alligator is delicious. I thought it was disgusting. You, you did? But yeah. you must not have had it prepared well or that, with the right that sauce. That is a perfectly valid point. I did have it in a, in a pretty rural town. And, and I don't know. I don't know the best ways to have 
the the best ways to prepare it. I want to. I want like everyone s- to put in ten bucks and let's get an alligator shipped here and smoke it. Okay, we can do that. That's it. Thirty need, bucks for an no, alligator. No, it's like eighty bucks. We need eight I, people to go. I do. No, we don't need that many. We just pay more. Pay twenty bucks each or something or thirty. But would yeah. your family eat it? An alligator? Elizabeth might try it. Would your family eat it? Ethan would. I don't think anybody in my family. My, maybe my maybe my girls would. My experience with it was it was really tough. It and, is a little and, chewy and chewy. Yeah. Supposedly, when you smoke it, it's really good. Like, Just do it. They skin it and they send you a skinned, frozen alligator. The thing is, though, and I'm going to throw this out there: there are qualities of meat. Alligators and crocodiles are not scavenged hunters, but so these are all young. Okay. They're young. I think they're actually they farm, farm grown, farm grown too. Grass fed alligators. Yeah. I don't know. It's gross, but I would grass fed John. I would rather throw down free range grass fed alligators. It's eating grass fed chickens. I would rather throw down thirty bucks on like a brisket, like beef ribs or That's brisket. Boring. It's not about eating not something about good. It's about get the it. story. It's about an get adventure. It. I get it, and I'm happy to pay for that adventure. That's fine. We gotta eat count, something you weird. Count, you can count me in. That's fine. We could live stream it too. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, possum tastes like chicken. And so does squirrel. Just like chicken. Okay. Possum tastes like thigh meat and squirrel tastes like breast meat. Rabbits taste like chicken. Snake tastes like chicken. Chicken tastes like chicken. It's like the machines didn't know what chicken tastes like, so they made everything yeah. taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. I've, I've had some bizarre things. I mean, I haven't had every bizarre thing, but I've had some. I think that organs are more interesting than the animal. Rocky Mountain oysters? Yeah. Like, for instance, have you seen that Chevy Chase where he is about, he's about to break the record? No. What so, does he just think he's eating oysters? So well, it's in Rocky a movie, Mountain right? oysters, yeah. It's so funny. He's he's about to break the record for Rocky Mountain oysters uh, consumed in one sitting. And he has the record-breaking oyster in his mouth. And somebody tells him what And it someone's is. like, that guy's crazy. Doesn't he know those are sheep balls? And, he's and like, he goes, <laughs> and spits out the record-breaking sheep ball after he's already had that? a whole stomach full of them. I don't know, but I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, eating like a, a sausage from an animal, and I mean that metaphorically, not literally. <laughs> We're going to do some <laughs> research and find something. We're going to eat it. Yeah, because I've heard that's a thing, like eating the, j- <laughs> the gentleman's. <laughs> so... The next, the next man cave, we're going to Aguava and we're getting tongue tacos. That's that's, and we'll come okay. up with a plan for. Uh, How do you? Tacos. I mean, are they just open twenty four hours a day? I mean, what, what's this? No, it's a. It will have to do it after a work thing. Okay. It's right by. Uh, They're a uh, restaurant though, not a taco stand. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a restaurant. Okay. Yeah, and supposedly they're really really good. All right, we're doing it. On that happy note. I think we're about done for this episode. I don't know how much lower we can sink after talking about eating people. It's pretty low. So So we'll we'll put some links on the website if you want to read those articles or watch these videos or whatever. I did include one extra link of an anaconda that catches a a cow in like like a muddy river. 
enjoy. Mm, sounds right. exciting. We'll check that out. So uh, next week, we are going to take a our summer vacation. So we are going to be off next week. We will not have a show. Did you hear all those groans of I agony? Just, I, just, I just all pictured so many hearts broken. I know. Crazy. And I feel bad. We're getting to a tough time of year. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on. So we're going to take a week off. We'll be back in two weeks with some more random zaniness coming from us guys. So uh, I'm your host, Scott, for John. Have a great day. And Dustin. See you later. Enjoy your summer. Go out and do something crazy. Thanks again for joining us on this week's podcast. You can find more episodes, show notes, and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com. You can also find us on all the social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Once again, thanks for listening, and catch us next week for a brand new episode.